Hello and Man, welcome our hate that. to Ants Fine. They stop around. Welcome to another episode of the Garbage Game Club Mario Mania Edition. And with our final episode this of Mario Mania. No more, no more surprise gotcha fourth episodes. There isn't a Mario 3D game to pull to after this. I'm not going to be like, hey, Nick, do you want to play Super Mario Bros. on the NES? Fuck that, because Deluxe is better and you should buy it on your Switch. But we're not here to talk about that game. We are here to talk about Mario. We're here to get into the fourth installation of Mario Mania because now we have played every mainline 3D Mario game in existence that has ever happened. And we're finishing off the block with Odyssey. We cannot finish playing Super Mario 3D Collection without going, you know what? I wonder what Odyssey's like. Because how often when you were playing those prior three games did you think to yourself, is this better in Odyssey? No, I always thought, man, I thought this controlled more like Odyssey. It doesn't. No. That's a bummer. Because it turns out when you play Odyssey first and then go back to hit the other games, you realize that over time, game controls evolve and get better. And they get better at developing the games. Because the difference in time, the 10 years between Galaxy and Odyssey, you know, a lot of game development happens. A lot of console hardware happens. A lot of ideas happen, right? And I do not want to bury the lead. But I think that Odyssey... It's kind of the best Mario game. Oh, without a doubt. It is everything that Mario has always strived to be. Finally realized on the Nintendo Fun, Switch. Imaginative. Cute. Um, the most solid platforming you're going to get in a video game, probably. Is there a game that has better platforming? I don't... No. Maybe not? 100% no. Ma- ma- maybe not? Yeah, probably not. It, it, ideas creativity grandiose triple a budget like mario odyssey i don't want to suck its dick too hard but like i'll keep doing it like just just let me let me fondle the balls a little bit because this game is so good and i when i when mario odyssey came out i am someone who has a save file on his switch that has 999 moons the maximum you can get because I played the game, I found every moon, I bought the maximum, I completed the dark side, I completed the darker side. I was enthralled with this game. I 100, 100, 100%ed it, and I loved every minute of it. I couldn't get enough. I was entranced by the world and everything about it, and I thought that Mario Odyssey was so fucking cool. Yeah, Mario Odyssey is great. I didn't collect all of the things because I'm not. I I, I just didn't like that. Um, but I did make sure I had enough moons to do the darker side of the moon. The biggest problem I have with this game is how do you go from dark to darker but no darkest side of the moon? That's a real big disappointment. But other than that, yeah, this game is immaculate in every way, shape, and form. And I think it's just cool, man. It, it's cool in a way that Mario wasn't. And, and I'm not going to lie. I think when they first showed this game, I was a little skeptical. And I was skeptical because of Cappy. 
Why would you be skeptical of Cap? Because I was like, look, who's this guy think he is just being a new character in a Mario game? Like, what's going on? And I could throw my hat to control things. I'm like, okay, Banjo-Kazooie, what's going on over here? Transforming into the enemies? Like, what? I don't want that in my Mario game. Get that out of here. Turns out, Nintendo's Galaxy Brain in it. Yeah, because, you know, Mario Odyssey, it does everything. And, you know, you, you think like, oh, am I going to be a dinosaur? Ha <laughs> ha, what a funny... You idea. are! <laughs> you are, and it's fun because every, Cappy and Transformation allows you to experience different gameplay mechanics that you would otherwise never get with Mario. It's not like you're just being a bird and can fly. It's you're being a giant destructive force. You're, you're being a plant that gets super tall. You know, you're, you're the, 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 the pokey bird in the Bowser's castle where you can climb walls and scale with like this, this weird looking, everything you're doing in Odyssey with Cappy is fun because Cappy is your companion. He's a platform. He's a cosmetic. He's the means to unlock new gameplay. He's the means to master Mario. There's no more advanced movement that you can do in a Mario game than in Odyssey because of the sheer amount of toolkit you can have. And the game knows it, and the game lets you abuse it if you are of high enough skill level, which is so cool. If you want to abuse Mario 64, you have to be super MLG. You got to be really ghosty. You got to know. You have to know glitches and shit. You have to know glitches. Mario Odyssey, there's stuff just out of reach that you're like, I probably can't do that, but you can. And a lot of the times you can get to everything in Odyssey if, if you can see it just because of the way Cappy works and the way that they designed it around his advanced moveset. Which, by the way, you never have to touch in the entire game if you just play kind of normal. You don't have to play, you know, speedrun style Mario with Cappy and all this advanced moves, but it allows you... To unlock a multi, multi, multiple layers of fun. You can play Mario, Mar, first time Mario with arrows pointing you way to go. You can just mainline the main moons. You can achieve world peace. You can fix the kingdoms. You can do the main story points if you want to call them that. Or you can explore all over the place with a nearly unlimited moveset and just see what's out there. Because this game you know, does have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of stars to collect on like previous mario titles some of them you can get by ground pounding a certain area some of them are very specific some of them are custom levels some of them are you know it, 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 it boss fights it goes all over the place in terms of how you can enjoy this game so the sheer depth and breadth of 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 odyssey is just baffling really yeah and and i think this game really does fully showcase my favorite things about video games one giving the player their entire move set from the beginning of the game but letting experience be the thing that teaches them how to fully utilize it fully utilize it and what you're saying as far as breaking the game as far as you know an unlimited move set that will allow you to get anywhere in the game if you know what you're doing but not just that i love that they reward you for getting into areas they didn't expect you to get in because it's usually just a treasure trove of coins. But in any other game, that'd be just a blank, empty area. But here, it's like, oh, you got it. They broke their own. Yeah, they want you to do that because they're like, you got all the way up here? Here's like an ass load of coins. Have fun. Like, I love that they include those little touches because you can tell that they too figured out a way to get up there. And that's fun. I like it when I can tell that the developer has played the game and done something challenging. It's kind of like, um, 
what is it? It's kind of like Mario Maker where you can't upload a, a level until you play through it and beat it yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a very similar me- mentality, which I really appreciate. But the coolest thing about this game is the transformation stuff because it's my second favorite thing games do is always find new gameplay changes that don't fundamentally change the overall experience but do add a new mechanic that make moving and navigating more fun something that makes combat a little more fun and every transformation i think is super fun inventive and exciting every single time you do it the little acorn seed in the lost kingdom i love that dude the one where you sprout up and then you pop over that little pop he does when you when you let go of the legs is the most satisfying like movement I think I've ever experienced in a game because it's just you immediately understand what the trajectory is and you know it's not going to change and you know the exact velocity. Like I love it when games can choreograph stuff like that after using it once because that means that they have perfected what they set out to do with this particular ability, this particular mechanic, which is dope. But going back to original Mario, Mario 1 on the NES, baby, Everyone always talks about, like, the, the big thing Miyamoto said was, you know, the big problem with a lot of developers is that they always design their first level first. If they want to make a good game, they should, the, the first level should be the last level they ever designed because it is the level that you then design based around all of the knowledge that comes after it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that same fundamental application to world one one in mario and you know the goomba comes this way and you're designed to hop over because if you don't you die but then there's a mushroom like that's very teaching mario just through playing the game this game is very similar in that transformation mechanic the first thing you ever transform into joy what is it it's a frog what is what does a frog do it jumps what does mario do jumps he jumps how how good is that where it's like, oh, yeah, you can, this is still fundamentally Mario, but it's still taking the thing that you know Mario is capable of doing. But wait a second, this frog can jump way higher than Mario. I now see the advantages of transforming into things. Like, I think that's just such fun and inventive and like, oh, that makes sense on like a psychological level. I want to transform into things because it allow me to access things that Mario is incapable of doing, even though he's still can kind of do the things that he's trying to do. Like, that's so good. Nick, I feel overwhelmed. Why? Because if there was ever a show that I feel like I wanted, like, a very specific bulleted rundown for, so I could yeah, be talking about, about everything that I actually want to talk about, it would probably be Odyssey. Because we can talk about the transformations. We can talk about game design. We can talk about all the different worlds. We can talk about Cappy. We can talk about the cosmetics. We can talk about having no lights. We can talk about coins versus purple coins. We can talk about... The, the way the different boss fights work in different worlds. We can talk about the shopping mechanic um, and, and even being able to buy moons as a concept to unlock you through the world. We can talk about the mainline quest. We can talk about the, the, the Bowser fights. Of course you capture Bowser at the end. Just like, duh. Um, but, ev- but every boss fight, like, I think this is the first Mario game where I genuinely enjoyed every single boss fight because they're all so fun. Even the Bowser fights. Super Mario 64's Bowser fights... Not particularly fun because you. Galaxy this, has a great Bowser fight. It does have a good. It does have a good Bowser fight. But I think Odyssey's is like perfectly. Like I think if that if you gave me Galaxy's boss fight for Bowser in Odyssey, I would think it out of place. 
but I think that the boss fight that you get in Odyssey makes a hundred percent sense, a hundred percent sense. Got it. For what Odyssey has presented you thus far, I love the idea that I have to knock Bowser's hat away, put it on, and then I go run up to him, dodging attacks, and then punch him a billion times in the stomach. Like that's great. It feels good to do. Um, all of all of the boss, the giant hand, the giant hands in the temple in Tostarena, so much fun. Don't you dare forget about the brutals. Oh, the brutals are—they're fun. They're easy, but they're fun. Yeah, and like every part of this game filled me with joy. And I know that it sounds like I'm gushing because I am gushing. Because if you were to ask me, hey Joey, what if, what are some of your favorite video games of all time? Like, make a top five list. I know that Nick at the time and now would still say Breath of the Wild, but even. In a world when it was 2017, the Switch is brand new and both games were kind of coming out in the same year, I had more fun playing Odyssey. And I like Odyssey more than Breath of the Wild. And it is genuinely one of my favorite games of all time. And going back to play it was also a fun, eye-opening experience because the first playthrough of Odyssey was methodical. Mm -hmm. It was getting every moon. It was searching every nook, every cranny. It it was looking up like stuff on the internet. It, it, It was everything. This was, okay, I want to play the game again. Let me mainline through the kingdoms, achieve world peace, which was the run that I went for, which means it's not any percent because any percent just means you have to you have to get moons as ship fuel to fuel your ship to go to the next level. Again, no hub world. If I had to give a criticism for a 3D Mario game, I want all my Mario games to have a hub world, and I don't, and I don't necessarily Every want. world feels like a hub world, though. Because it's giant. Every world is massive compared <laughs> to Mario levels. But I think, that every, I think that every Mario game should have a hub world. I think that's very important for, for my So team. you want the castle that they give you at the end of the game. To just be a portal to all of these instead of the, the I don't Odyssey. Know. No, 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 you can't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you make a hub or Nazi. It, it doesn't make sense, but like I think that it's I think that it's uh, If uh, if someone can figure out it's Nintendo. Yeah, I, I think hub worlds are core to Mario games and prove me wrong. Um I mean I guess the game They weren't in the first three. <laughs> but yeah, there wasn't I mean, okay, not Mario games, but like three D Mario games. Yeah. I um I, I, I love that there's fast travel points. Oh, yeah. I love that there's flags you can unlock. I love that you need to find hearts instead of using coins for health because that would be too easy. I like the way that you can spend coins. But on the second playthrough, doing World Peace, it was fun to just kind of play through and see everything mm-hmm. and then use your knowledge of your run through from years ago to kind of expedite and speed up your run through the game. Because, you know, if I needed 10 moons in the snow level... Instead of just grabbing the fastest 10 moons, I got like the story moons. But then I knew when I was going through the story, like, oh, there's a moon over here. Oh, there's a hidden moon over here. Oh, mm-hmm. let me jump up here to get a moon. And that was a lot of fun to revisit with that knowledge. And I didn't feel like I needed to play everything, mostly because I didn't want to spend another, like, you know, pardon me, 10, 15 hours playing. But because if you play Mario Odyssey again for the second time, it's pretty quick. Oh, yeah. I, I felt like, I was like, am I a speedrunner? And in in just as far as like, Oh wow! I'm collecting um, uh, power moons left and right, and that was just—it was—it was was baffling to me. Like, is it always this easy? No, it wasn't. I just have knowledge of the world already, and I thought that was fun. Um, And I think that this game does share a lot of similarities with Super Mario 64 in some ways that I really like because I like that Super Mario 64 will give you the objective in a world and say. 
this is where you need to go in order, like this is the description of what you need to do in order to get this star. But for the most part, if you run into other stars, have, have at it, whatever, do what you want. I like that this game drops you in an open world, points to you, hey, you probably want to go over here at some point. But for the most part, it is completely hands-off, but not in a way that's obtuse and kind of frustrating the way Super Mario 64 often is because mm -hmm. you just don't know what to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Odyssey, there's so many moons that you never feel frustrated because you can't meet the minimum requirement to move on to the next world. And I love that. That's, yeah, that, that does make the game easier, which if you're like a real hardcore gamer, you're like, man, Mario games are so easy now. Yes, but I also think that it's like an accessibility thing. There are hard moons if you want to look for them. Yeah. There's challenges if you want to look for them. But if you're just stumbling around and you know you have to get 10 moons and there's three that are, that are missing, you, out of those three moons you need to find, there's probably 30 to choose from. So you can find something if you spend time doing it. No one is sitting around going, how do I get into Shifting Sandland? Yeah. You know? No one is sitting around being like, man, how do I unlock Yoshi? Or what do I do with the rocket nozzle? Mm -hmm. Or how do I get past this difficult level in Galaxy? Like, no one's doing that. This is a game that not only is great for someone who is like a hardcore gamer or a Mario fan or someone who's in the middle. It's good for the entire spectrum of people who could be playing it. I think that more so than most games I've ever played, it has something for me and something for like my young niece. Oh, yeah, totally. It, it is, I think, the most approachable game for any skill set. And that's, that's, that's a tough thing to do, to make something that's fun for people new and old to video games that is equal, cha equal challenge and just... It, it, they, they just nailed some secret sauce as far as, like, no, this is, this is how Mario should be. And you know what? They were right. Mario should have been like this all along. Um, the one thing in this game that really just completely moves me in a way that just is... Is it the New Donk City Festival? Did you jump up in the air? Dude, everything about this game is a celebration of Mario's history, which I adore. Because, like, from all of the different costumes that you collect along the way to remixes of the Koji Kondo music along the way that you uncover. Um, and I think it really does culminate in New Donk City, where you are revisiting donkey kong the inception of mario essentially in a modern lens and it all comes to fruition in a song celebrating mario in this weird 3d 2d hybrid cinematic level cinematic in its presentation of like no this is a level that's supposed to be easy but this is a celebration of everything that everyone loves about mario and this is the best love letter that Nintendo could ever write to Mario as a character and as a franchise. Like, Jump Up Superstars concert level is moving from beginning to end and genuinely made me shed a tear in its sheer perfection of fan service, but also just still making a fun, cohesive level. It's so good. Also, the fact that it's Pauline doing it is even... Mwah. It's perfect. It's perfect. Then you hit Donkey Kong at the end. It's great. I still feel overwhelmed. There's so much stuff that I, I could talk about this game for hours if I was properly prepared to, and I think that I'm just revealing that I might not be properly prepared to because we can go off on these tangents 
Every oh, every world feels like a world that we've seen in a Mario game before, but it's been refined to be a hundred percent better. The the Oceanside Kingdom feels like Noki Bay to some extent, or no, I'm sorry, the one of the worlds in Sunshine that is like the beach resort, mm-hmm. but also like there's like the hills in the back. It's basically that, but better. And I love that. I love that they take familiar level designs that we've seen in Mario before, but they're like, what if we just made this perfect? And then they do. I love the moon. The moon's so much fun. I love that the gravity is different on the moon. Mario's jump is affected. That's like unheard of, but it's consistent. So it makes sense to you, which is great. And God, I can just, uh, speaking of fan service, when you beat the game, Getting deposited at Princess Peach's castle is not a cop-out. It is a fully gigantic-ass world that you can explore mm-hmm. that is genuinely fun and just a stunning... Like, it was the thing where it was like, dude, what if they made Super Mario 64 in the Galaxy Engine, bro? And part of me would be like, I'd, I'd probably pay money for that. Oh, I would absolutely... <laughs> if they had made it in the Galaxy <laughs> Engine, I'd be over the moon about that. <laughs> and, like, even, you know... Mario and Bowser in wedding regalia, really fucking. You cool. just like hot Bowser with his with his hair. Yeah, hot Bowser with his hair is pretty cool, and like having to, you know, it, even you know you beat the game and then Mario and Bowser are sharing a moment together of Peach wants none of us and they're crying together. Like, there's so much stuff in this game that is just fun. It just, it just drips personality. Mm-hmm. Also, can we talk about how Peach is going to leave them on the moon? Yeah, man, she's she's her own woman. She's got her own agency. She's got shit to do. Definitely Toad. Toad's the side bay for sure. Mm, I don't know how that works physically. Does he use his whole body or is never? Definitely the whole body. That's uh, disgusting. I mean, hey man, whatever floats your boat. I I, <laughs> I do really like the the added difficulty for people who do want it in this game. I like that there are shines that are genuinely impossible to get unless you understand and have mastered the movement. And You've it, used three different terms to describe the moons, but I, 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 I won't, I won't uh, stop your flow. I said shine, stars. It's all the same thing. The big collectible. And, and I love that you have to master the tool set in order to get the truly hard-to-reach uh, moons. I think that's so fun. And I remember the first time I played Galaxy, on my, my first, first playthrough of... Galaxy? <laughs> Odyssey, Jesus. Uh, there being, like... It was in the Lost Kingdom, I remember. It's basically right where you spawn in. And there's like a, a, a ledge that, or like a platform that's pretty close to where you spawn. And I was like, how do you get up there? I know there's probably another way around to get up there. But I am arbitrarily planting the flag now. I'm going to get up there using Mario's moveset because I feel like I'm able to do that. I feel like I just haven't learned what everything does yet Mm -hmm. and i i probably played around with it for like 15 minutes trying to figure out like okay this you know if you catch your hat at this moment and you jump at the same time mario has an extra oomph in his jump if you do okay you can dive and land on the hat okay that's interesting i can oh i can do that only like one time but then i can still do a second dive and you start doing this mental gymnastics of figuring out this is how I need to navigate this world in order to get where I need to. And being able to do that, like, in a mental capacity, like, through just playing around a couple times, like, there's something wild about that. Like, how did someone design a a game where, like, I could move around a little bit and be like, oh, I understand exactly how I need to move in order to get up here. A lot of smart people. That's, like, that's so good. But I think there's nothing quite like navigating the environment and, like, 
first playthrough versus second playthrough outside of knowing where all the moons are, having that understanding and that mastery of movement ready to go on your second playthrough is so much fun. It's so much fun because you are just navigating the world like a master. Yeah. It makes you feel like a speedrunner, even though you clearly aren't. Yeah, uh, you do. You can't again. You can play the game pretty quick, mm-hmm. but going in knowing the move set, going in after ten hours and just hitting the new game button, game changer, absolute game changer. Because it's it's just, uh, it's still fun. Like you remember what's going on. You remember the secrets. You remember the the controls, and, and you just feel like you have you come in with this mastery. It's like a really cool new game plus, and I'm really happy that I had that new game plus experience a couple years in. Uh, you know, because because I haven't touched the game since I since I finished it, which right. is, you know, three years ago now. Joey, I worry about this. I worry that you know there'll never be a better Mario game. N- n- well, yeah, tr- yeah, kind of, but also like that's what everyone's always said about Mario. But the thing is, like, I always how do you make a Mario game now without Cappy? I don't know how you make a Mario game without Cappy. But but also like. I, I, I'm sure I probably said the same thing when Sunshine came. How do you make a, a Mario game without Flood? Mario Flood rules or whatever when I first played Sunshine. Uh, I think that might be a hot take. I don't know if anyone's going to agree with that. But, but I, I do think that every Mario game is like, well, how do you make it feel better than this? Like, this is already, like, fluid. That We said that was Super Mario 64. We said that when we revisited Sunshine, that it felt good. It felt better to move around in Sunshine than it did in 64. And then with Galaxy, it felt more and more true to what Mario should be. And now with Odyssey being this culmination of everything that we think Mario has always been but hasn't until now, like, how do you improve upon that? But then I take refuge in knowing that, oh, well, I mean, if Nintendo did it once, it could probably do it again. So, yeah, whatever comes next might not have Cappy, but that's probably okay because the people at Nintendo, I feel like, know what they're doing. Also, we're probably going to wait, you know, another, you know... Six to I know, right? Six to eight years probably to get another, to get another mainline Mario game like that. There might be like a Odyssey two. I feel like there might be value in an Odyssey two because uh, I mean it would be what be, more of the same thing but just might, different worlds. It might be easier for them to make an Odyssey two before going on to like a full new thing. But uh, I mean, I think as man, I would I would flip my shit for a Sunshine too. Are, are, are you listening, Nintendo? Just if you give me a Sunshine too, <gasps> I think that would a Sunshine two where Flappy or Cappy and Flood have to like okay, who's Mario's partner? I'd be into that. That'd be really fun. Their wor- the worlds only Flood can access. They don't like each other. Yeah, they don't like each other. I love it. Boom, Nintendo R and D one hire us. Boom, done, sold. Man, I. I, I, I agree with your critique, and I'm also a little bit worried about that, but I know that everything's going to be fine. Yeah. And I think things are going to continue to get better. I think that it's cool. How many, how many games or media series can you say have gotten significantly better through each iteration in some way, shape, or form? None. Nothing is ever as good as the original, usually. There's a couple of... Ex- a, a, exceptions but not this many years in a row every mario game is better than the one before it sunshine depending on how you feel but for the most part it's pretty good that's like a that's like a 90 percent batting average yeah that is that's the story here right is that that doesn't happen with movies or books or tv 
or really even other games. You can't say that about Zelda. You can't say that about Sonic. You can't say that about Metal Gear. You can't say that about Final Fantasy. Like, I dare you to, to come up to a series and do what Mario's done. That's why I think it has staying power. That's why I'll still be a Nintendo stand because they continue to iterate and deliver and grow and be better. And sometimes it takes a long time. Again, 13 years between Galaxy and Odyssey, right? Jeez. Like, yeah. You, you can't, but they don't miss. And these games are all-time greats. And I think that, you know, as I was alluding to earlier, if I had to make a top five games list of all time, Odyssey's in there. Also, Half-Life Alex is in there and Hollow Knight, just so that I can really, you know, d- really, really ram it in there. Yeah, hey, take a shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think after this playthrough specifically, I am more open to the idea of Odyssey being in my top five because I do think it's a, a, a genuine masterpiece. It is genuinely one of the greatest games ever made. Are we like... See, now this is the problem, and, and I, I talked about it a couple of times, is that I'm looking, I'm seeing that we've been going for like, we're gonna, this is going to be like a 30-minute episode. Mm-hmm. This could be a three-hour episode. Yeah, I mean, I think that there, if we were like a comprehensive book club, we would go in world by world and dissecting all of the wonderful elements of the Lost Kingdom, on how the fact that it is a love letter to Jurassic Park movies, while also being this weird, like, kind of mysterious dark jungle that also pays homage to Logan's run. It's like there's a lot of weird movie references. Yeah, or, you know, the Bound Bowl. And, you know, capturing those weird... Dude, the Bound Bowl's fun. Yeah, is it, you know, or all the moon blocks once you finish the game and you can revisit oh, yeah. every world and then more moons come or out. the jump rope mini game the the cart racing mini game the the, 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 the rc the, car the seeds the the moon the moon where you have to sit next to the dude on the bench which <laughs> was one of the hardest moons for me to figure out and i was so lost for the longest time in new dong city trying to get that fucking moon the the the, the soundtrack, the the dark side and the darker oh, side. There's even traces of Mario Sunshine because of the piranha plants that spit the goo. You have to use your hat to clean them up. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> Dude. All of the bosses are fun. The Cooking Kingdom. What a fun thing to do to a lava level. That's just, I don't want to blow your mind if you haven't realized this. The Cooking Kingdom is a lava world <laughs> that's just reskinned to be pink, and instead of rocks and boulders, it has food. It's a lava level, everybody. Is they? Isn't it wild? I love that the ice level you get to it, and you're like an ice level, but then it's like, ah, just kidding. The the actual world is underneath all the snow and stuff. Or the ice level is so ice that you can't see anything when you get there. Yeah. Also cool, man. Oh, oh and then the. The the flood there's basically flood in the game exists via the uh, the squids in that sunshine like level I was talking about the mm-hmm. ones that are encapsulated in water because you can jet across the water using the transformation or shoot directly up you know both of the alternate nozzles for flood like that level is just sunshine but better oh gosh everything about this game always goes back to another Mario game but just makes it better. Yeah, this is this is an all-time video game. It's probably, you know, 
one of, if not the best games you talked about on the show. It's one of, if not the best games I've ever played. It's something that if you're, if you've gone through Mario Mania and haven't played Odyssey, like I'm like, wait, what? If you're someone who loves video games and hasn't played Odyssey, I, I'm like, wait, what? It's it's unequivocally good, and we're probably running out of ways to describe something that's so good because we do talk a lot about a, a lot of good games on the show, and we say, oh, it's so good. Oh, you have to play it. I don't, oh, think, it's an had, I don't think we've ever had glowing praise quite like this. Half-Life Alex. I feel like Half-Life Alex you was have less to play Half-Life. You have to play Half-Life Alex. I really strongly encourage you to also play Hollow Knight and Oberdin. You know? But I could see those games not being for everyone. I, Mario is. Mario Odyssey everyone. is for everyone. Half-Life and Alex just is be- also probably kind of for everyone. You just have to have a VR set and you have to be okay with the horse setting. Half-Life Alex is still game of the year. We can talk about that later. Mm-hmm. It, but you that's not what the show is about. The show is about playing Odyssey. And you should play Odyssey. If you haven't played Odyssey and you're someone who loves video games... You're a fake gamer. And you're not missing out something that's niche. You're missing out on something that is broad and massive. And and something that, that is awesome. And Nick, I think that I need to cut myself off. I think I need to be like, you know what? Mario Mania, R.I.P. Maybe let's What if they it. announce Mario Odyssey 2 tomorrow? Then we'll play it. <laughs> uh I think that you should definitely find a way to play Galaxy 2. I think that Maybe we will go play Super Mario 3D World once it comes out on the Switch in February, and you know, we'll talk about that on the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, but maybe it's time to take a little bit of a break. Say, like, you know what, Mario, I appreciate everything you've done for the gaming industry. I love your four 3D games. The three, the Super All-Star 3D collection is dank. But you know what? Let's, let's reel it back. Let's take it in. Let's switch it up. I think we need to mix it up for the show and the listeners and for us. And I think... That we should actually, you know what, maybe do a little bit of a softball next episode. Something that is near and dear to Nick's heart. Something that if you go and follow us, him, on Twitter or IGN, you'd realize, wait, didn't you already talk about this game? Well, yeah, Nick did in a video review for IGN, which you should watch to support him, motherfucker. Um, Let's talk about Hades on the show from Supergiant next week. Hades, let's go to hell next week, baby. Play it on your Switch. Play it on your PC. Steam or Epic Game Store. Easy peasy. Let's Boom. go. Out of, already a- out of early access. It's here. And wait, watch Nick's reviews after if you haven't seen that yet. But go ahead. Let's play some Hades. There you go. That's your homework assignment. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>